Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Good morning and welcome in to today's tarot reading. So, so lovely to have you here with me uh, to just enjoy a touch of spirituality, something that taps us into some sort of larger energy outside of us that maybe has a little bit of wisdom that we can filter and bring in and contemplate. And maybe we will hear something that we really, really needed to hear today. <laughs> so welcome. If you're if you're new here, um, I read a self-abandonment and a self-returning card on the daily. And this is because I specifically want to kind of move away from the pop tarot, which is usually very other focused and looking at other people's energy, other people we love and really bring it back to us because that is the practice we are doing for ourselves in remembering ourselves and not losing ourselves in others. And uh, that's what we're doing here. <laughs> trying not to forget about us, trying to um, bring some some calm into um, our center and some stability there through this, this spiritual practice. So um, really good to have you if you're returning. Hi, so good. So good to have you back. Um, I'm sitting here in the sun. It's early. It's Mother's Day today. I um, want to really honor that today. If you're um, a mother, you know, we see you and I really hope you got the type of support or whatever it is you need today. If you are someone who is, um, is in a good relationship, in an active relationship with your mother, I really hope you enjoy your day and that you get to uh, forge that connection if it's available to you. Um, I hope that that goes well and that you get to share, you know, a moment of celebration um, that, you know, you were born from her and, and that you guys are still in connection and um, still share a lot of love. Um, for those of you who have lost a mother who have chosen to um, move away from a mother energetically, um, who maybe has some sort of relationship with mom that's not um, in connection or in good connection, um, or even available at all from her. Um, just want to send you um, some love today. And I hope you get everything you need as well, because I don't, uh, being someone who's still in contact with my mom and uh, being in a decent relationship with her, I, I, I don't want to guess what your experience is. I don't want to guess what that is, and I don't want to guess what you need today. Um, but do touch base and um, consider that. And I do hope um, you get whatever you need and honoring you for doing the work of probably mothering yourself and uh, hopefully finding other mother figures in your friends, your family, your co-workers um, that give you that little touch of um, warmth and 
care and stability and security. All right. <clears throat> so with that said, um, I don't, this, this message could really speak to a lot of moms out there today. Um, but I, it's definitely not inclusive of just them. Uh, I won't read through a mothering lens because I think this applies to everybody. Um, so let's just dive in today. I don't really have much to, um, share personally, just sitting in the sun out here in Nova Scotia, early morning, reading tarot. This is life now. (laughs) All right. So let's see here. All right. So our self abandonment card today is the reversed six of pentacles, reverse six of pentacles and our, um, did I say self-abandonment card? Yes. And self-returning card is nine of wands, nine of wands. And the message I'm really seeing in this today is this message of really no longer softening our boundaries with those who kind of seek us out in order to live off of and feed off of our generosity those people who come into our life and the the reverse six of pentacles is about the manipulation that happens where we we're giving and we think we're being very generous but part of the reason it's happening is also the other person and the way they act and the things they say And there's a really subtle thing that humans do when they lack, when they lack inner stability, when they lack self-esteem, when they lack um, validation, belonging, uh, when they lack resource or more likely in terms of this being more of a a manipulative taking not a sincere I really need this um, because obviously there are people out there who actually really need things and we can offer it to them and that's a clear exchange Um, but that's not what reverse six of pentacles is that that is the right side up that people who need what they need. If we have it, we can give it. Um, this is about people who, who truly underneath it all actually don't necessarily need it, but they think they do. And they take and take and take from the people around them uh, to the point where the people around them end up putting up their own walls and putting up their own boundaries. Um, hopefully, and that's what it's telling us to do today. Um, now you may the per- be the person who's, who's doing the manipulation to get what you perceive that you need. Um, and so this might be boundaries with yourself around no longer looking at yourself like you're helpless, no longer looking at yourself like, oh, if only I could get this person to do this thing and then when we're in conversation with them, we kind of, um, subtly drop hints. We sort of 
get into a little bit of a self-pity stance. Um, We sort of act helpless a little bit, whatever way that might look like, whether it's verbally or, you know, uh, things like that. And that we actually need to bring in with the nine of wands boundaries for ourselves around the way we behave and the things we say that subtly manipulate others to give of their energy, give of their resources so that we feel better, you know, and at the end of the day, I mean, the simple way to say that is we're using people and we need to put boundaries on ourselves to stop using people in ways we don't actually need that we're actually very capable. Um, but let's go back to the other side of the reading. Um, that might be for some of you listening this side of the reading, but let's now, um, kind of return back to that, us being the givers, because I think a lot of people here would identify as the over-functioners. Um, that kind of behavior was the under-functioner. Now, the over-functioners, we get our value from being the person who can give. So there's still um, manipulation there, There's, but it's manipulation of the ego. It's manipulation of, let me help you. It's sometimes we go overboard in the help, in the support, in the generosity, because it makes us feel good. Just like for the underfunctioner, when they someone does something for them, um, when they kind of get the security they want, but out of somebody else, and everyone's giving to them, and so then their ego feels good that people are thinking of them and helping them and validating them in that way that they matter, that, that, um, you know, they're cared for. Um, it's the same thing. It, it makes us feel a sense of belonging and it makes us feel a, a sense of validation that we're important. And if we're important, that means people will love us. That that's the jump we make. You know, if, if I can, if I can get people to do things for me or I can do things for them, that actually means in their eyes, I'm important. And if I'm important, they probably care about me and love me and okay. And then repeat the process. And then what we do is we attach. Oh, if, if I'm not being cared for, I'm not loved. If, if I can't get someone to do these things I want them to do, that's the underfunctioner. Um, technically that's the overfunctioner too. Uh, we try to over advise and get, you know, people to make the moves we want to make. Um, both people do that, but in subtly different ways. One is, um, will you care for me? And one is I can care for you. Um, and so you, we probably do both but I find people identify with one more than the other. Um, and so um, it, it's really watching that tendency because um, it, it's not um, creating a really stable foundation in us. The, the foundation is built on whether other people um, do the thing we want them to do. If, if they thank us, if they do... Um, you know, if they, if they need what we have, especially as the overfunctioners, um, if, if they need what we have to give, 
then we're really important. If they don't need it, our whole inner stability is thrown off. We start getting shaky. You know, we start we start getting a little angry. We start lashing out. We start retreating. We start isolating. We start pushing away. Um, we stop sharing. We stop hugging. We, we do those things because that person's no longer giving us what we need, which is our inner stability, our inner sense of peace and contentment with ourselves or with life in general, really. And, um, and, and then we usually seek out other people, someone else. That doesn't mean we will seek out another relationship. It means we will project that, that dynamic onto now another person in our life. So when I started healing in my relationship, it's like it started coming out in my friendships, right? And uh, things like that. You know, it might come out with another family member at home instead of your partner, it might come out with a child, or um, it might come out with a sibling, it might come out with a friend. Um, And so you can tell you have this dynamic. If there's always somebody in your life that you're in this take, give, over, give, overtake dynamic with, is there someone you depend on um, to kind of do things that you're probably capable of? Um, Do you always have that person that you can turn to and ask them to, you know, can you do this? Can you do that? Um, If you always seem to have that one person, you're probably getting your sense of security in life um, through the generosity of others. And probably the way you say things, the way you act, the way you you know, portray yourself is kind of getting them to do that. Um, it's a little bit of the damsel in distress, but it doesn't have to be a woman. Um, it can, men do this as well. Um, that's why we get into the whole, um, women in partnerships beginning to feel like mothers or parents. And maybe that is a message for mother's day. Um, or at least about mothering, but that is the dynamic. And then obviously the other side of the coin is if you always have someone that you're caretaking, if you always have somebody that you're kind of telling them what they should be doing, or you're supporting them in some way all the time, um, to, um, do what they want and you'll take care of, you know, the mundane, chores or the mundane this or that, then you're the other side, right? And we're giving, giving, giving. And, you know, if that stops with one person, you'll notice it come out with another, you know, it might move from doing it with a, um, you know, a, a parent to now doing it with a partner, or it might shift from doing it with a partner to a child, et cetera, et cetera. And you like I said, we, we can carry both of these at different times. So people who take from our generosity, that's the message today. And, and the boundaries we have with that, or if we are the takers of generosity to really look hard at what we truly need others to do for us. This isn't actually about not being able to ask for help that this is separate energy so there's the energy of, I can really use support and I'm going to, I'm going to look them in the face. I'm going to ask them and say, you know, 
maybe I could do this on my own, but oh, it would be, it would be so supportive to have some help in this. And, um, and in that you're getting their consent. Um, that's very different. That's a very mature way to ask for help. Um, so if, if you're, you know, that person, um, the nine of wands, if you're the underfunctioner, if you're, if you are the person who, um, kind of maybe gets other people to parent you, um, do, you know, have that security come in, do things for you. The boundary is around you and the way you ask for help, um, and the way you step up for yourself and to start getting a little bit more resilient, start strengthening your back. It's like, where's the spine, right? Where's the spine? You need a spine. It is your stable base in your body. And you need to strengthen that because you are capable. You're very capable of doing some things for yourself. And the more self-sufficient you become, the more resilient you become. And the less you're going to be the taker. Because what happens with the takers is people get exhausted. And they stop um, being around you more often, right? Because then they put up boundaries. This is the other side of the coin. The people who are giving, giving, giving eventually get exhausted. And they have to put up boundaries. And often, I know when I think of a friendship I had that was a take, take, take scenario to the extreme, not just your regular friend who leans on you maybe a little too much, but someone I had who it, it really seemed like they just need to be in my realm in order to take my energy. Um, that I, I, I almost had to cut that off 100%. And so, um, we kind of create the very thing we, we don't want. We don't want people to leave, and leave us in the lurch. But when we're not setting boundaries around being clear and upfront about asking for our needs to be met, and we're kind of subtly manipulating and subtly um, hinting and subtly doing things that make people want to try to help us, um, that is what drives the people away. It's the way we do it. And so if you identified as that person who's trying to get people to do everything for you, your job is one, choose small things today. They choose one or two small things you can do for yourself that's new, that's new or that's that feels hard. And see if you can do it for five minutes or see if you can look up how to do it or see if you can, you know, figure out, you know, what to do here. Uh, there's so many resources in the world and we are so capable. It's, it's about trying to do it. it. You may not succeed, but you need to try. And also, this is also a call today to practice. Again, if you relate to this side of it, to ask head on for what you want. You know, reach out in a text or a phone call um, and say, hey, I would love if you help me do this, or I would love if I could call you today, um, if it's just connection, or hey, um, I could probably do this, but I could really, I think help would support me. Are you 
available for that? When are you available for that? Um, asking for that support, giving that person space to say yes or no, giving that person space to figure out when's a good time for their energy to be generous, um, allowing people that choice, okay, of when, where, and how um, based on their energy. Um, yeah, if you identify as the overfunction of the person who is giving and other people are taking, 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 um, then your boundary work today with the nine of wands is to step back, to allow. And you are, your job is actually to watch for when people actually ask head on for help or support. This is actually something, um, so in my most of my 20s and a little bit into my 30s, one of my um, jobs was as a teacher, an elementary teacher. And this is something we learn, especially with young kids, is it's so vital that they be able to exercise responsibility and do things for themselves at that stage. And I mean, it's so important. We can get into why underfunctioners probably didn't get that. Um, like we all we all kind of didn't get the thing we needed, um, as a kid, but, um, no matter who you are usually, um, and we can give it to ourselves now. But what, uh, what my point was is that I'd often have to, as a teacher, stand back, keep an eye on it, be aware of it, but really allow a child to struggle. And I'm not talking with anything bad, but, um, just, Oh, they, you know, they couldn't quite get their pencil sharpened or they're kind of figuring out how to use that machine or they're figuring out how to use that toy or that puzzle or, you know, they're navigating a moment with another student and allowing them to try first. And depending on how it goes, we kind of gauge, you know, this is children so we don't really need to do this with adults, but you know, we're gauging when it's time to step in or, um, usually like if nothing harmful is happening, it's, I will wait for them to come to me to ask for help. And actually that was skill building for the child because they learn how to ask for support, but they also learned how to try first. And so you're getting both the independence and the support, the interdependence. And so our job, if we are, I say we, if we are the overfunctioners who step in before people ask, who just see what needs to be done and do it, who gives and gives and gives without actually having that person request those things. Our job today is to step back and wait wait for that person to ask for help and support and advice. And if they don't, then we don't offer it. Um, and this is especially true of adults. Okay. So children, like I said, a little more nuance, but it does work for kids too. There's just usually a line though, where we do we might actually have to step in without them asking. Um, but with adults, we really don't. We really don't. And if it gets to the point where someone's really struggling, that's when we step in and we ask. So 
we have to learn to ask too. That's a boundary. Notice how all these boundaries are self boundaries. Okay, you can't ask for a boundary to be met by someone else. You can ask them to respect that boundary, but it's your boundary. It's no one else's boundary. You have to take responsibility that you're the one upholding it. And often the best place to start with boundaries is self boundaries. Um, And so waiting to be asked. And if it really gets to a point where say your partner you know, because we want to do nice things for our partner. There, There's that reality too. There's the duality of this is, but we do nice things for our partner. That's part of having um, like a compassionate relationship. But if we are overgivers, we need to really watch ourselves. And our practice then is if we really, really think they could use some help, we ask, would you like help with this? Would it be helpful if I did this? And if they say no, then we respect it and we stop. We don't convince them to say yes, because that is something I, I personally would used to get caught up in, still can sometimes, is if I get the no, I'm trying to convince them of the yes, or I ask them again, and I ask them again another 10 minutes later, an hour later. Um, and um, th- once we ask once, the person knows it's available. And we can trust them to come back to us or not. And then what that does is it really puts a boundary around our energy and it keeps our energy within us instead of leaking out all over the place. So I think that that's a good place to end because we're getting to to, um, a bigger time here. But, and also that feels like a good wrap up. So no matter where you lie, um, more often when it comes to taking generosity or, or overgiving generosity, or maybe it's just today, like I said, we do both. Although we might, we probably identify more as one than the other to just remember to have a strong back. I like what Bernaysa Brown says, you know, strong back, soft heart or wild heart, soft front. There we go. Okay. Strong back, soft front, wild heart. You know, that's so true. And the nine of wands is, you know, where are our boundaries? Where is our spine strength? We need to grow a spine, (laughs) whether it's so we can take care of ourselves um, without um, overextending and forcing other people to be generous to us, or we need to grow a spine and, and, and let people, um, do it themselves, you know, and the spine is for us to stay strong and, and stay stepped back, um, and stay lovingly detached. So that's what I got today. That's some big energy today. Um, I've been waiting and waiting for reverse six of pentacles to come up because it's a very, um, interesting energy and it really applies itself to codependence and the underfunctioner and the overfunctioner. So that's what I got. I hope you all have a beautiful day and I'll be thinking about everybody, whatever kind of mothering energy you need today. I hope you seek it out and ask for it or create it. One of the two. Um, and I will see you again tomorrow, Monday into another week. All right. I care about you so much. 
Bye now. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then.